I'm Paul Wiegraf, Director of the Delaware Division of the Arts and your host for today. Joining me in the studio is the President of the Board of the Wilmington Drama League, Eric Merlino. Welcome, Eric. Thank you, and uh, thank you for having us, Paul. I'm so glad so glad you could be here. I would like to start, if you will indulge me, with a paragraph that uh, I found on your website that sort of captures uh, the essence of what I'd love for us to talk about uh, early on. It goes like this. And every production has a story. Just ask the many actors, directors, volunteers, and patrons among you. Ask Aubrey Plaza, who discovered her love of theater at the Drama League while appearing in shows and winning awards. Ask Tony Award winner Johnny Gallagher, who first stepped on stage at the Drama League. Ask actor, writer, and director Keith Powell, who was an active actor and playwright here as a teenager. Or ask any of our volunteers, some of whom seek fortune and fame, others who just want a second home where they can act, work, and play. I think that's such a great description of of the community theater and and what you know what Wilmington Drama League does. Um, you spoke uh, a few weeks ago at a, a public forum where the governor sort of uh, pulled together the arts community to talk about the arts and and the role that the arts play in community and economic development and attracting businesses. And I, you just spoke eloquently at that. And I would love to have you uh, sort of repeat that if you can recall what you said and sort of elaborate on it for our listeners you know what what the role of the community theater is uh sure i i think that uh one of the uh one of the ways that you can look at community theater is uh is as a spectrum of uh possible possibilities of involvement of uh, where it fits into people's lives in terms from the from the volunteer aspect, from the participation aspect, uh, the uh, the drama league is uh, a theater that's particularly dedicated to um, engaging young people at their earliest age in theater uh, and finding vehicles within the theater from that early age to. Uh, teach them skills, uh, communication skills, uh, listening skills, leadership, um, as well as uh, the theater arts and giving them opportunities as they as they grow uh, to take on bigger and bigger uh, uh, roles within the theater. Um, and one of the one of the additional ways that uh, I would say that the community, theater in general and the drum league in particular operates is frequently as an extended family and gives the opportunity for actual biological families to spend time together, meaningful time together, uh, working on productions together. Uh, we have, you know, many, many parents and children who uh, participate in a show together, uh, either uh, on the stage as actors or behind the stage as costumers or lighting people, uh, you know, etc. Uh, so that um, it, I think it's a rarity in, in the world today where families find something that they can do together and engage in together. And, uh, and we, watch, we watch children grow 
uh, from you know from where they might start, which uh, we have uh, a, as a, as an example, we have. Uh, a program called Pillow Plays, where they're for the youngest actors. We we work with with uh, children as young as five to uh, uh, teach them, mentor them, and put together a little production for other young people that we that we present to the community for free to uh, to draw people in. But that gives them their first taste of of acting, and then we sort of have a a, a ladder from there to we have one act festivals where uh, upwards of ninety young people uh, act in. Uh, they often write plays for these festivals direct all with uh, you know experienced mentors uh, adult mentors for supervision but uh, they get to you know test their wings they become directors uh, at, 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 in in these festivals uh, and then uh, they, they begin to graduate to uh, to the main stage of the drama league where um, they're performing in in uh, uh, elaborate, elaborate Broadway musicals and 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 dramas and and so forth. Uh, I think that uh, that continuum is one thing that a community theater can do well. Um, you had mentioned the um, you know the the quote from our website, uh, and it mentions uh, several folks that uh, got their start and, and credit the Drama League for. Uh, introducing them and giving them a chance to develop their their theater skills. Uh, Aubrey Plaza, Johnny Gallagher Jr., uh, and 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 a number of others, and who have gone on to success in Broadway and film and television. And of course, that's that's the exception, uh, certainly. But it it gives you a, a sense of the range of what can come out of the the incubator if you will mm-hmm. and and as you mentioned you know, those those names are are kind of the exception but for the the hundreds probably thousands of people for whom as you pointed out it's been an opportunity for them to watch their children grow up share experiences with their children and really pursue a lifelong passion for for doing theater locally surely uh and and as as i'm sure you're aware community theater is uh, almost entirely volunteer run so nobody is making money this is uh, a strictly uh a you know some some folks may uh you know may collect stamps and some folks uh may play video games other folks for their hobby they come to theater and this gives them a chance to do it at a level that's that's quite uh it's uh reasonably close to uh, a professional theater level in terms of the product that it puts out um but uh doesn't require them to quit their day job and mm-hmm. devote their time mm-hmm. to it to a non-paying hobby uh it really is uh for many a, a stress reliever mm-hmm. a a you know a source of, of recreation and entertainment and it puts out a quality artistic product, which is, I think, is the beautiful marriage uh, that is community theater. Mm-hmm. Now, you you touched on it earlier, but uh, I'd love to have you elaborate on uh, the opportunities that the Drama League provides for those who aren't necessarily um, prone to be on stage. They pr- prefer the off stage role in theater. Sure, and and the opportunities are endless and myriad, from uh, helping to paint a set to uh, uh, helping to gather and collect, identify props for a show, 
uh, to assisting with uh, our costumers uh, or uh, applying makeup to actors to helping out in in the front of the house, uh, meaning, you know, uh, being an usher or uh, working at the bar or uh, the, the the really the the, the opportunities are endless. And, and if somebody has a particular uh, area of interest or skill, such as, you know, you've always wanted to, let's say, uh, be in the booth, in the sound booth or the light booth. Uh, for a show and to learn how, how, how they do that. How do you do the sound effects? How do you create those light, those beautiful lighting uh, tableaus that you see up on the stage? Well, we will more than gladly have you come up and uh, shadow some of our experienced people. And with any luck, if you have an affinity for it, you know, you you can ultimately do that because we're always looking for uh, for more volunteers. Because you know, as folks go, uh, age through life, they sometimes decide to do other things, and you know, we we always have need for new folks, new faces to to uh, refresh uh, our pool of volunteers. Now, I believe the Wilmington Drama League is one of the oldest community theaters in Delaware. I believe your history goes back to the 1920s. That's um, correct. It was actually uh, started by a group of uh, Wilmingtonians reading plays to each other in their houses. They mm-hmm. would go, uh, they would meet, take turns meeting at their different houses and, and read plays as, as a starting point. They eventually uh, found a building down uh, on Market Street, an old mill building the, an old, uh, of the old, in the old Lee Mills, and uh, rented that building for some years. It had a lot of challenges, including mm-hmm. a, a, a uh, roof that regularly uh, leaked uh, right onto the stage. <laughs> ultimately, they put together a, a campaign to raise money and uh, ultimately built the theater at uh, where we currently stand on uh, uh, 10 Westley Boulevard. Uh, in 1940 was the first uh, first show started. So we're actually experiencing the 85th anniversary of the Drama League's existence from back in the 30s. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I know for the, the um, audience member, while they're hanging out in the lobby, you have uh, plaques on your walls of all the shows that have been performed throughout the years. It's a pretty impressive list. Yes, yeah, yes, we do. Um, and it's, it's interesting and to go back and to look at how the interests and tastes of uh, audiences uh, have stayed the same and how it's changed over the years. We have some shows that we did in, in the 30s and 40s that we still do uh, occasionally in rotation and then others that you'd be hard pressed to identify mm-hmm. and uh, certainly the the musicals the number of musicals that we do now is far different uh, back in the day uh, you know if you're talking 30 40 years ago it was a rare maybe once a year occasion if that for mm-hmm. a musical now it's a much bigger part of our regular schedule mm-hmm. well I, there's much more to discuss here but let me first remind our listeners that you're tuned into Delaware State of the Arts here on News Radio 1450 WILM and 1410 WDOV our guest in the studio today is the president of the board of the Wilmington Drama League Eric Merlino Eric we've been talking a lot about uh, the community theater and you know I, I have often said uh, that that running a theater is not the same as putting on a show. As the president of the board, uh, could you speak to what it takes to run a theater, which is much more expansive than putting on a show? 
Well, uh, you you are correct, and, and uh, I first I would go back and point to the fact that uh, that I am just one of uh, a whole board of volunteers, and um, f- uh, some boards and some nonprofits are more uh, geared towards uh, doing fundraising and providing financial backing. <clears throat> excuse me, to a nonprofit. Uh, our board is much more of a hands-on, uh, everybody taking leadership uh, of different areas of the theaters uh, and uh, to make it, to sustain it. The the, un, the unglamorous sides of things can be, you know, anywhere from negotiating new garbage collection contracts <laughs> to uh, writing grants to uh, uh, overseeing budgets uh, to... Uh, finding less expensive ways to get our building cleaned mm-hmm. and maintained. Mm-hmm. The, 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 those, uh, the, those, those aren't the glamorous things, but those are the things that have to happen. And uh, and and you know, in addition to putting out a product and uh, uh, coming out relatively even at the end of each mm-hmm. year, mm-hmm. Uh, financially speaking. Mm-hmm. Now, I understand you have uh, one part time. Paid staff person, is that correct? We we do. We have one uh, very part time paid staff person uh, who uh, her her name is Kathy Buderball, and she um, does uh, office administration as well as serving as the production manager for the theater. So she probably gives us about 70 unpaid hours mm-hmm. and about maybe 18 paid hours. Uh, fortunately, her love of the theater uh, sustains her uh, as well as a few other side jobs. We're looking for ways uh, uh, in the near future to, to find a way to perhaps pay her uh, more as a, more in, in concert with, with the amount of effort she puts mm-hmm. in. But she, she truly... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, is oversee, oversees uh, uh, to make sure that everything from from making sure the, the garbage is taken out to uh, making sure that the the latest production shines. Uh, those, those all fall within within uh, her her areas of responsibility. But she also represents something you spoke to earlier, and that is, I know for a fact that her children grew up at Wilmington Drama League, that, uh, involved in shows. That yeah. is that yeah. is correct, and that is. Uh, uh, she will tell the story that you know that's what brought her uh, to theater uh, uh, when she was uh, younger and her children were young, and it was a place that she and they could all spend time together and spend time on the stage and and indeed that's uh, they they did do that they performed in many shows together and uh, we still occasionally see her youngest uh, daughter uh, occasionally appro- uh, still appears in in productions at the theater uh, and they've gone on uh, uh, most of her children and had children of their own and mm-hmm. were eyeing them up for their potential talents uh, <laughs> to to, uh, to see see about uh, recruiting them for future shows. Mm-hmm. Well, let's let's uh, use that to segue into uh, some of your. Uh, upcoming shows. Uh, what is uh, the Drama League producing these days? Sure. Well, uh, one uh, one thing I just want to mention briefly, uh, which uh, unfortunately, from uh, what I understand, the timing of, of this particular uh, podcast to be is uh, this this uh, audiences will be hearing it after this event. Mm-hmm. But just to note that we were fortunate enough for the. Dramatist Guild of America, which is a benevolent uh, wing uh, of uh, for uh, Broadway playwrights for their for their association, 
they uh, uh, elected to bring to uh, Delaware and to the Drama League uh, two Broadway playwrights to do a workshop and a uh, performance of some of their shows. And these would the playwrights are Lawrence O'Keefe and Nell Benjamin, who are a husband and wife uh, team uh, and who are responsible for things like Legally Blonde and Heathers and Because of Winn-Dixie. Uh, and so they, they, they will uh, be coming to the theater to do a, uh, a, a short workshop and then a performance along with some drama league folks. And we're really excited to, to have that to, to have that uh, opportunity uh, to bring uh, to Delaware. And, and uh, we're very grateful that the Dramatist Guild was uh, able to do that. Um, uh, our big holiday show coming up, uh, though, is A Christmas Carol, which is the Broadway musical version uh, of A Christmas Carol um, and uh, rehearsals have been uh, uh, going on at a, at a furious pace. <laughs> it opens uh, the 15th of December and continues through the 30th uh, with a number of weekend shows and some week- weekday shows uh, after Christmas as well. Uh, definitely go to the website, which is WilmingtonDramaLeague.org uh, to get the details and to buy tickets and so forth. Uh, it's it's quite exciting. There's upwards of almost 50 uh, in the cast, so it, it is as lavish as you can get. Uh, and uh, it's uh, um, it, it, I have a li- I have a small ensemble role, so uh, uh, you uh, uh, I do have an insider an insider perspective. But uh, our leads are fantastic. Uh, the music is great. There's a lot of uh, wonderful children uh, and youth in, in the show as well, and uh, it really is an all ages uh, show that is a great uh, a great thing to do around the holidays. And uh, really, it never gets old. Uh, and, and that's running through the thirtieth. That is running through the thirtieth. So for those who have their kids home from school between Christmas and New Year's, there is something to do. <laughs> yes, there is. Yes, there is. Uh, you know, if you're starting to feel a little housebound and a little uh, a little at loose ends, come come see us. Definitely come see us. Now, what do you have coming up in the new year? In the new year, uh, our next show up, which uh, opens at the end of January, is called Disaster. And it is a lesser known musical that basically is a spoof on the Hollywood disaster movies of the 70s, like Airport and Poseidon Adventure, uh, hysterically uh, hysterical comedy. And its score is complete with every pop song that you can remember from the 70s uh, is, is integrated into the score. So uh, it's a name that tune uh, and uh, instantly you'll be going, oh, yeah, I remember that song. <laughs> Uh, that's also started rehearsals, and that's also sounding quite good. Uh, that that uh, truly should be a, a fun show to come to, uh, something to, to do when when it's cold and and uh, uh, you're looking for something to do in, in later in January. Now, how do you go about? How does Drama League go about selecting the the season, the shows? Uh, well, uh, our traditional method has been to put out solicitations for direct to, uh, to uh, uh, for directors to submit shows that they are interested in doing uh, and uh, we we collect the submissions that we get and we have a VP of artistic development who has a committee of 
uh, folks that are well versed in theater who uh, read all of the shows that are submitted, uh, review the director's proposals, and make choices based on you know the the experience level of the directors, the uh, fit of the show to the theater, and to the overall composition of the season, uh, and then uh, the board votes on, on their ultimate proposals. Uh, we're also starting to. Uh, kind of combine that with uh, uh, looking f- looking at some shows that the theater as a theater would like to see on our stage and, and approaching folks as well to see if they'd be interested in uh, in directing them. So uh, as as we go forward, it'll be a hybrid probably of of submissions and uh, you know if there's a, a show that, whose rights become available that we would really like to see done that then. Uh, that's something that we uh, will jump on. Now, it, it just occurred to me as as we're running out of time that I never asked you to tell our listeners how they can find out more information about the Wilmington Drama League. Well, they can go to our website at, at thewilmingtondramaleague.org. They can also check us out on Facebook. Um, and uh, they... Um, uh, they, they, any questions they have, our phone numbers are there and they can call us at any point or email us. Uh, those contacts are on the website as well. And we'd be happy to answer any questions. Uh, uh, there are also links. And if you want to, if you like some of these volunteer opportunities, there are links to uh, uh, fill out to express interest to become a volunteer. There are audition notices if you want to get up on stage and, and, and do some performing. Uh, you can find all of those things as well as uh, opportunities to buy tickets and so forth on the website. And in the 30 seconds we have left, what a final parting comment you might have about community theater. Uh, if you haven't tried it before and you, but, and you have a little bit of hesitation thinking, well, I don't know anything about that, that's okay. Come on, volunteer. Come down. Visit us. We'll teach you. And we'd love to have you. We're, we're, we're a welcoming group. You don't have to have special skills. We'll find, we'll find a spot for you. Well, Eric Merlino from the Wilmington Drama League, thanks so much for joining us today. It's really been a pleasure chatting with you. Thank you for having us, Paul.